Hi, I'm Jake Miller, host of the Educational Duct Tape Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Be sure to check out all of our other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready, because the learning begins in three, two, one. Welcome to the Instant Relevance Podcast. The Instant Relevance Podcast is an educational podcast featuring the latest news and resources to make learning relevant for all students. Follow us on Twitter at InstantRel. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another Instant Relevance mini moment. And, uh, you know, most of my mini moments come when I am stuck in the car. I don't know why I get a lot of travel. I spend a lot, I have a, a long drive to work and home. And I was listening to the radio the other day, and a commercial came on for an investment. I think it was a real estate investment property type of thing where, you know, you can get in on, you know, this, this amazing new financial adventure, which, you know, we're all interested in a new financial adventure. And at the very end, uh, you know how they rattle off those disclaimers pretty quickly. And one of the ones that they rattled off at the end of this one was the phrase, past performance is not indicative of future results. And that stuck with me. It stood out, obviously, what they're trying to say as a disclaimer is, hey, you know what? We've already made a lot of money in this business, but that doesn't mean if you join now that you're going to make a lot of money too. We think you are, but we're not sure. And that phrase stuck out to me um, because a lot of my time is spent analyzing student assessment data and having conversations with teachers about their students. And I can honestly tell you, I have a lot of conversations with teachers who say, well, this kid's never been able to do this before. Or, this kid's never had success in math before. Or, this kid's never before, never before, never before. And then they take that and that is how they approach a student in their room. Or they look at an assessment and they say, you know what, uh, on a state test last year, he, he did this, this or this. And so he's definitely not going to be successful with it this year. And I really think that we're off if that's the way we're, we're thinking. I think that past performance is not always indicative of future results. And I want to toss this over to you, Raymond, and think about uh, what you're thinking when you hear that and what other factors you might think uh, we really have in play here that can affect those future results other than just past performance. Yeah, I wish I could use that phrase when people ask about the previous year's data. And I had someone, I think it was a consultant recently, say to me that when looking at kind of last year's state testing data, it's kind of like looking at autopsy. It's, it's kind of picking apart a school year that's already happened, you know, and, uh, that's kind of, you know, I wish I could rely on that phrase, uh, past performance does not <laughs> indicate future results just because, you know, when you're looking at a past school year, it's always good for a school to do that. But also that data is so old and actually just the way that human beings minds work um, even when you give a screener to a student, we give a screener a couple times a year to make sure that students are on the right path. You know, even within a week or two, you know, that data is still stale. And that's what we have to keep in mind when we look at past student performance, especially individual past student performance is that's in the past. And I know that 
you know, as an adult and as a human being and someone who is always striving to do my best, I don't always want to be judged on everything and all the mistakes I've made in the past or, you know, my progress towards learning. I don't want to be always judged upon just that. Knowing how human minds work and how children actually learn, it's not a linear process. And having data points is good, but it doesn't really show the whole picture. And I really think that we have to keep that in mind when looking at a child and remembering not to judge on past performance. Because, I mean, if I look at a middle school situation, if I look at a sixth grader and a seventh grader, I see these kids grow up within a year. I mean, some of these boys grow like two feet in a year. It's unbelievable. They're like weeds, you know? Their brains are changing. I think I, I heard something recently. A middle school brain is changing just as much as an infant's. So just to look at past data doesn't really tell you the whole story. It doesn't show the actual story of human progression and human growth. And it's, it's, it's unfair uh, to judge past learning uh, for future performance, that's for sure. You know, I think it really is important for us to think about this on the full scale too. Uh, yes, as teachers, as we view our students, and that was my primary point, is let's make sure that we don't judge wholly on that past data and think that we've already pegged this kid for what he's going to be. But as leaders, let's look at our teachers and, you know, maybe uh, look back and say, you know, I, you know, I might have been working with a teacher who had a really rough year and that might have been the worst year of their lives personally. And it might've been a tough time for them, but they might really be deeply in the process of growing from that and becoming a better person, a better teacher and a more understanding human being. And if I look only at that past point and say, well, last year was bad. So, you know, it's my job as a leader to get this person out of teaching, you know, well, that's a terrible way to do that kind of stuff. So like, let's think about that holistically across the board as well. And think about the fact that, um, even what we've read with Joe Bowler's work and Carol Dweck's work on growth mindset, like everybody has the possibility and the capability to change uh, quickly and significantly at any point in time. And so that, that past performance is, it's, it's like, uh, you know, it's like a connect the dots drawing before you've connected any dots. You know, there's a bunch of, of information out there and it's numbered and sometimes it's ordered. And, you know, you don't really know the full picture until you start making those connections yourself. So I encourage you as teachers of students to not look at the past performance and determine who your kids are, but look at it as potentially an open framework for you to start making new connections and new dots to uh, to paint a new picture for that kid. And as leaders, to find a way to look at your staff and your students as a, a bigger picture and say, now, uh, what is it that, you know, what is our future as a school? What do we want to do? And then instead of determining it from past performance, uh, looking ahead and seeing what your present performance can do to, uh, to make that change. Um, there's one more thing that my, my, my oldest daughter, uh, she's 14 now, she loves to say, um, because she picks up stuff off the internet. This might have been a meme or something from somewhere. I don't even know. But she always thinks it's funny that in the movie Back to the Future, um, they're super concerned with doing anything in the past that might that might change the future from what it was. But they're never concerned with doing anything in the present that will make a new future for them. You know, and I think that's yeah, an important that's point for powerful. us is to is to look at uh, what we're going to do now that makes a new future instead of looking at the past and determining how it affected our current present. I really like how you brought up, you know, the teacher data side of that as well. And 
you know, interacting with different uh, administrators and talking a lot uh, about how they evaluate teachers and how they view teachers, I think that, you know, data is a big part of that. And sometimes, you know, for administrators that can't be in everybody's classroom or, you know, can't spend as much time as they would like in classrooms, they really do look at teacher data as synonymous to what's going on to, in that classroom. And I think I would push administrators to, you know, get the whole picture, go into those classrooms. Classes uh, change just as much as human beings do. I mean, there's progressions throughout the year. And, you know, once again, look at that past data as a starting point. I really like, that was really powerful, uh, the Back to the Future reference. I really like that because, you know, we can look, like I said, at the previous year's data, we can look at all that state testing and we like to sit and we like to do our autopsy and see what's wrong and everything like that. But, you know, what are we doing in the present in our current school year with our current teachers, with our current students? How are we making those teachers better and how are we making those students better? And if we're not doing that in the present, and we're only looking to that past data uh, to inform our present decisions, then we're missing the point and we're missing the present and it's the next school year is going to pass us by and then we're going to only look at the autopsy of that school year. And it's just this cycle of looking back, not present and not forward. And uh, I like how you brought that up. That was uh, that was excellent. Thanks. Yeah, I think that uh, that's a constant reminder is uh, yeah, the, the past is the past, you know, and, you know, let, let's look at where the life is right now. And, and our, our schools are alive in front of us with our teachers and our students. So uh, that is my encouragement to all of you. And thank you for uh, joining us today for another Instant Relevance podcast mini moment. And I hope that as you dwell on that idea and you think about what it is in your school that you can change in the future, that uh, if you have those epiphanies, those revelations, or just those, those, those moments where you can say, this is something I can change now, share that with us. Share that with Raymond and I on our Twitter or on the Instant Relevance podcast, Twitter at Instant Rel. We'd love to hear your ideas. We'd love to hear your conversations. And we'd love to be able to get in touch to, uh, to continue this conversation and learn from each other. So thanks again for joining us for another mini moment and have an exciting school.